Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Blog Talk Radio. Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, hey. Live from the Larry King Memorial Studios, high atop IWS World Media Entertainment Headquarters, is IWS Radio. Featuring Jamie Maple Leaf and IWS players, with special guest star, Schmooze. And now, straight from the bar, your hosts, Matt Man and J-Man. Cheers, greetings, and welcome to IWS Radio, a show where we have buried and memorialized more staff members than they did after the Battle of Pea Ridge. This is the Matt Man coming to you live from the patriotic yet somber digs here in Bagwine, Ohio, and sitting next to me, as always, a man who celebrates Memorial Day like nobody else because he gets to watch Charlton Heston die during the movie Midway. The J-Man, bitches! It feels good to finally get things back to normal here at IWS Radio. First, a week without J-Man, and then an off week. I'm so excited to be back. Oh, wait, J-Man is back? Oh, well, that's nice, I guess. I guess. Uh (laughs) I guess. (laughs) Hola, and welcome, everyone. To another exciting edition of IWS Radio. How's it going, Matt? <laughs> it's going all right. Had a little problem this morning. Deleted an audio. Not on purpose. Oh, dear. Was, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. It was kind of a, a funny yet informational audio about Memorial Day. It was brought to you by, in fact, J-Man, Mr. Memorial Day. He was telling everyone all about himself. Lee Greenwood? Not Lee Greenwood. Oh, okay. But evidently someone hit a wrong button or... Some some staff member. Someone in production, J-Man. Yeah, Yeah, someone in production. Not, Not realizing what they were doing. Yeah, probably that one intern, Eddie, Fast Eddie, we call him. He was a little too fast. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <clears throat> and got a dilemma right off the bat here, Matt. Oh, what? 
well, you know, I'm here in the luxurious IWS studios here in Redneckville, Arkansas, yes. and the Indianapolis 500 is about to start. But oh, at the same time, that, we have – yeah, they still run that, yeah. And at, But at the same time, we have the U.S. women's national team against Mexico to have on in the background. Yeah. And I don't know which one I want to have on to distract me during the show. What do you think? Why don't you just turn the damn TV off? That's not going to happen. Uh, no, it wouldn't. <clears throat> Alex Morgan, how you doing? <laughs> well, you know, you might as well. If you're going to be distracted, leave the uh, women's soccer on. They got nice asses, most of them. They do. They do. Strong. And they're all running around. Five. They got the. Yeah, they're all running around with those ponytails, bobbing around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I wish they'd all wear <laughs> baseball hats by playing soccer, so the ponytail would stick that out would the be back. Cool. I yeah. love that look. Yeah, you have to watch that. Uh, yeah, you have to watch college softball to get that. Yeah, exactly. But then I can't <laughs> watch women's college softball because it's horrid. It's awful. <laughs> it's not a lot of action. <laughs> because, it's like they all just throw the throw the bat at the ball in a half bun. God, and they're all kind of, God, and, they're all kind of uh, and they're all especially the left handers are kind of like running as they hit the ball, hoping to exactly. just poke it. And you know, right. yeah, get down, like the, get down the base path. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and it's a little rough. It's it's dominated by the pitching because the the pitchers is so good, and you can't really hit. They need to move the mound back, probably. Yeah. Oh, you we can't really softball. hit a, a a woman softball pitcher if you're a girl. A man could hit it. <laughs> I don't know. I think Jenny Finch could have could have struck out. Most men who weren't actual baseball players, she won 27 straight I, games the senior season at Arizona. That, her. That's pretty damn I good on any I level. I could have gone buddy. yard work I, on her, J-Man. I, I bet you wouldn't have. I bet you wouldn't have touched her heater. <laughs> I can still hit an 80-mile-an-hour fastball. She's still faster than that. What's that? She throws faster than that, and it's coming from 30 feet. You wouldn't have touched I it. Did not. No, I'm not. No, no. <laughs> what else is going on? I was trying to find I'm a big, strong man audio, but I can't find it, so whatever. <laughs> I'll tell you what. There's one thing I will not relent on. Well, there's a couple things. But one of them is my ability, ability to uh, <laughs> Whether you can hit a say baseball. it or not. Hit a baseball. I can hit a baseball at 80 miles an hour. A softball is bigger. I can hit that. <laughs> oh, okay. He says so. And, and in fact, now Jay, now that you question my hitting ability, 
sometime in the near future, I'm going out to Young's Jersey Dairy where they have the batting cages, and I'm going to have Schmoop film me. Okay. Yeah, you go ahead and do that. That's totally the same Thanks. thing. <laughs> How the hell? forever since I've been here. I almost forgot how to do all this. I know. It's been nice. I mean, it's been terrible. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Nobody questioning your ability to hit a baseball <laughs> for weeks. Exactly. Exactly. If I had said that to Jamie, she would have said, oh, I bet oh. you can. Yeah, yeah, she totally would have. <laughs> um, well, Jay, we had a well, yesterday started off uh, quite dramatic, and I don't think Schmoops noticed this, but when she does, she is going to kick my ass. <laughs> I was really tired Friday. <laughs> tired, you know, in air quotes. And I uh-huh. evidently fell asleep at my computer table with a cigarette in my hand. Oh, dear. And oh, it evidently dear. landed. It evidently landed on the uh, spectrum modem to our computer. And there's a big old melt mark <laughs> on the puzzle. On the Yikes. Yeah, which was disturbing. I went, oh, my God. I'm glad nothing happened. But here's the more disturbing part, Jamie. I posted mm-hmm. about it, or tweeted about it yesterday. I left a melt mark on my modem with a cigarette. I came home last night, and someone liked that tweet of mine, denoting the melted modem. And I get to say this, and I get to say it with all honesty. It was your mom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. The J Mom hands out those likes on social media. So I guess she found that funny. Mm-hmm. No, she just saw you tweet and she liked it. That's what she does. She's a, she's almost like a bot. She just clicks like. She clicks like on on Facebook posts that'll have like twenty five people with a laughing emoji and another fifteen with a heart, and she'll be the only like because she just clicks like. <laughs> I would have preferred her to actually tweet me back and say, dumbass. Yeah, she might have thought that to herself, though. I was going to say she was probably thinking it when she hit the like thing. Yeah, she probably probably clicked the like and went, what a dumbass. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Oh, and then J-Man, yesterday at the beer mine, we had, there was chaos. Oh, no. You know, it's busy. It's Memorial Day weekend. Boy, it was busy yesterday, too. Uh, I got there about Lauren Allison, Ashley, whatever her name is. 
she got there about five. Who the hell that chick is? <laughs> new chick. New white chick. Uh, about six o'clock, Big Daddy left. Went home in his new ride. Back to Cowtown. Well, we got a phone call, J-Man. At the beer mine about... <laughs> 640. Huh? Big Daddy needed Big Daddy needed some help, J Man. He was oh, stranded no. on Interstate Yes. He was stranded on Interstate seventy. <laughs> Seems that this uh, new uh-huh. big bad ride that he has. And it looks good. It's it's badass. Well, evidently the gas gauge doesn't work. And uh <laughs> is this is this the uh the midlife crisis mobile? That's what I asked him. Oh my god, this is funny. We've been doing this for a week now, you and I. You'll bring something up and I'll go, funny you say that. <laughs> yes. This, this is the midlife crisis car. It's really sweet. I need to take a picture of it. Um Oh, boy. Yeah, the gas gauge doesn't work, so he called, and the lovely little Lauren had to go out. And Lauren, could you go into the sh- Adam Mahoney, go into the shed, get the gas can, and come out here to mile marker 70, the exit at 72 exit. <laughs> <laughs> and then this is the best thing. Because Lauren had the phone just hanging out because I'm laughing my ass out, <laughs> laughing my ass off. And he said, and told Mahoney to shut up and stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So she, she, she accomplished her mission and he got home safely. Of course, I was stuck at the beer mine by myself because of him. That boy ain't right. No, he ain't. So why doesn't he carry a gas can with him? No, there's a lot of things I don't ask him, J-Man, because it would probably just hurt my head. This is a guy who shaved wood in the back of the beer mine to make a walking stick. Oh, God. You know, those people, huh? That's not He's the guy who who got a log out of the back of a pickup truck a couple weeks ago because he thought it looked interesting. (laughs) Jesus Christ. He said that when those those walking sticks aren't actually going to be, like, you know, weapons. Like spears or something? Well, well, that could be. And I told you about the golf balls, didn't I? Uh Uh-uh. Oh, my God. This guy came through. You know how they like to mushroom hunt up here, J-Man? Right. This guy guy came through the beer mine. He didn't have any mushrooms. But he was mushroom hunting near a golf course and found like two dozen golf balls. And the guy said, I don't know what I'm going to do with all these, but I thought I'd pick them up. And Alan said, can I have them? 
<laughs> so he took two dozen golf balls. They're sitting in the bathroom in baskets. I said, you don't even golf. Well, they might come in handy. And I'm going, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Maybe he wants to lay down a little astroturf there and practice his putting someday. And he got a junior driver out of the deal because the guy found that in the woods. Evidently, some kid got pissed, threw his club in the woods. Yeah. I mean, this is like That's a three-foot-tall, not even three-foot-tall driver. Oh. And then the stump that I told you he got, this piece of wood, it would make a beautiful planter because it's hollow. Okay, what are you going to – oh, God, oh, Jesus Christ, I mean, just – oh. <laughs> and we're talking about a guy who steals flowers out of other people's yards. Oh, true, yeah, true. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Good times out there, man. Good times. Oh, sure. Oh, I got more. And, uh, what you got going? Well, I just real quick here. Uh, Tobin Heath has scored for Team USA. USA up one zero now on Mexico. Excellent. In case anyone, this is a this is a friendly. This is the last warm up match before the Women's World Cup. Oh, very exciting. Yeah. What, is uh, the Women's World Cup is going to be played in? Oh hell, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, you're looking good right now. So uh, the week that uh, uh, it was just you and Jamie, I was in uh, in uh, mysterious and amazing and exotic <laughs> Omaha, Nebraska. Yes. Up there, doing a little dog sitting, a little house sitting. Up there in the jewel of the Midwest, mm-hmm. it took uh, a lot longer to get there than usual because we had to take an alternative route because right. the damage from uh, the flooding is still pretty extensive. We had to go into Kansas, Ew, Kansas, and yeah. uh, then go up on Highway 50. Oh. And Highway 50 was garbage; it was in such bad shape, and I got pulled over. By a, uh, right. a Nebraska State Trooper who gave me a mm. warning. Just I gave know. me a warning. He came up to the car. He said, Going a little too fast there, sir. <laughs> gave him all the information. And he goes back to his car. And then he comes back and he says, Well, since you're out of state, I'm just going to pretend that you uh, slowed down before I turned my radar on. So, mm. shout out to. Uh, Nebraska State Trooper, who's a way cooler dude than the guy uh, at the in the Re- People's Republic of Illinois, is stuck me with a hundred twenty-five dollar ticket. So anyway, that cost us a little time. But there, and you know the thing about Kansas, Matt. Once you get from, you, know, you go over into Kansas from St. Joseph, Missouri, uh-huh. a long open stretch of straight highway. And there's really not any trees or anything out there. It's just all wide open. So if you really, really, really got to go, you in trouble. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> anyway, finally found a spot to go into. <clears throat> anyway, uh, I had one really kind of hilarious thing happen in Omaha. I'll get into the most neurotic dog in the history of the world later, but <laughs> we went we went downtown Omaha. It's a really old uh, old market downtown. It's where the streets are are uh, uh, made of brick, you know. Oh, and, nice. uh, it's very old style. It's very very cool, very unique. I don't know. I don't think there's another town in America that has anything like it. Uh, we anyway, J Man. Uh, we no, had pretend, an area. Don't pretend you do. Don't pretend you guys no. do. Omaha's the only we, one that has it. No, we did. We had an area of town up until about I would say thirty years ago, and then they just oh. redid it, modernized. Oh well, I know that Dayton claims to have a little you know market area like kind of similar, and Oklahoma City has brick town. They call it. But it's uh, forget it. Omaha's the only one that really does it. Anyway, now this place in <laughs> when this we went place to, in Bagwine still had the brick road, the, the brick road, and, yeah. and then they tore it up like idiots. Oh. yeah. Well, that's what they've got in Omaha: the, the brick road, a little two or three block area, and all kinds of little shops and pubs and you know entertainment district right. area and stuff like that. Anyway, so we go into we have lunch at uh, M's Pub. Shout out to M's Pub. And our waitress uh, was this uh, cute, short girl who uh, was Indian, not Native American, but Indian Indian descent, because yeah. Omaha is a surprisingly diverse place. Not really. Anyway. Subcontinental Indian. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, very cute and very good waitress, did an outstanding job. But... Uh, Judy, our friend, ordered a chicken salad sandwich on a croissant, and it was huge. I mean, huge. And so she cut it in half, and she ended up just eating the chicken salad for the second half of it, whatever. And when the uh, the waitress came back to get our plates, uh, Judy was telling her that the sandwich was so huge and blah, blah, blah. And she says, yeah, I have the same problem when I get that same sandwich. It's just so big and thick, I can't handle it at all. <laughs> and I kind of start suppressing a laugh, kind of chuckling. Exactly. And she looks at me. She looks at me and smiles, and she gave me the "That's what she said" wink. Jack. <laughs> That's excellent. <laughs> and that is how you get a big tip, people. <laughs> exactly. Very good. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it helps to be you know five foot tall, little spinner, you know. <laughs> anyway, but no, she was pretty good job. Uh huh. I had an Italian sandwich, which was it was a panini, and uh, Ooh, with uh, banana pepper aioli sauce on the side to dip it in, Ooh, and a little heat to it. Nice. It was very good, very good. That's that was that was that was probably the, the highlight of the week. To be honest with you. <laughs> so that we went to uh, Five Guys. 
had Five Guys Burgers. First time I had oh, Five Guys. Jesus. Burgers. Yes, you did. Have you uh, paid yep. off the loan yet? <laughs> two, two, bur- two burgers and uh, two fries. Well, two I mean, fries. Their, their regular order of fries feeds is enough for two, but it's still it's two orders of fries, two burgers for a little over $22. God, that's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, two burgers and two fries at uh, Burger King is seventeen or eighteen dollars, and it's hardly worth that. Uh-huh. You can go to rallies and get it by like six burgers and six fries for fifteen bucks. We don't have a rallies. Thanks. Thanks for rubbing it in. I'm sorry. I did. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. Yeah. It's rude. <laughs> Oh, boy. So, anyway, and then the rest of the week was just, uh, yeah, the usual stuff. In fact, I'll just go ahead and tell you. This is a dog. Okay, my sister's two dogs, right? They're, they're PVGVs. PVGV. Look it up. A little French breed. It's kind of like a, uh, it's kind of like a furry basset hound. They're very similar to bassets. They're, they, they, they bay. They're, they're scent hounds. They, uh, uh, you know, the long body and they're kind of lazy. Uh, well, that's because they're French. Anyway, <laughs> Cosette and Lucy. And yeah. Cosette is a drama queen. It takes an unbelievable effort to get Cosette to eat her food. She will not, she will not eat it out of the, the, the dog dish. Out of her bowl. Yeah. You have um, to. You have to. Well, first of all, you take the food. You have to put a little bit of this glucosamine over the top of it because they have bad joints because they're old. And right. then hit it with just a little bit of water, and then you have to lay her food out on this mat, out of the bowl, oh lay it laid out in front, of her. and then you have to take the little doggy treat and set a couple of them right in front of her. And then, of course, when you feed Lucy, you have to put a ramekin in the middle of the, the bowl to slow her down. Otherwise, she'll just inhale her, her food. It is an ordeal to feed these dogs dude, twice a day. <laughs> and Cosette sometimes will eat the, the, the little treats. And then just sit there and won't eat her food. And you kind of like go up there, kind of like scoop it towards her a little bit, and she'll sniff it and she'll just sit back again. And then you take the little mat and put it up on the counter. Say, okay, then you're not going to eat. And she'll sit there for a little bit. And then a few minutes later, she'll walk over and she'll be looking up and kind of sniffing towards the counter. And you put the food back down and she'll finally eat it. No, no. This is not happening. And you went through this. <laughs> and yeah. you did it. And if, and I, if she won't eat it the second time, we just put it away. That's it. She doesn't get fed. Like, you know, that, that's you where, that's her, where the line finally gets there's a frickin', There's a freaking jar of peanut butter in the cabinet if you want it. If you're not going to eat this. <laughs> anyway, she only did that to me twice during the week. Where she just, you know, 
got stubborn. Otherwise, she went ahead and ate her food. So we didn't have too much of a problem. But the problem is, is that she takes so long before she finally eats that you then have to put Lucy on the leash and hold her because otherwise Lucy will go over there and eat all of Cosette's food too. <laughs> Uh, sounds like she needs to eat a 45 from a Smith and Wesson's. What? Hey <laughs> now! Hey now! That's not. No, come on. We don't. We don't talk like that. But otherwise, <laughs> otherwise they were. They're you know they're wonderful yet very annoying little dogs. Much like if you're the sitting, French. Yeah, if you are in the kitchen. They follow you around. And so I, if I'm sitting there at the table, like on my laptop, they would sit on either side of me. And they would, you know, like every time I would move, they would like wag their tail like, treat? You give me a treat? Like, no, I'm just, you know, I'm tweeting. <laughs> and they would sit there and sit there and sit there. And then finally, Cosette would bark. She would bark at me like, I'm, like I forgot to do something. I got to hang out oh, with the dog last Saturday. Oh, did you? Yeah. Drive by Mikey came over to fix the roof and uh, do some weed eating and weed spraying at the uh, beer mine complex last Saturday. So I had to dog sit Carmel while he was doing that. Oh, there you go. How's Carmel doing? Carmel liked me. Oh, she's... Yeah, I don't think Carmel likes everyone. Don't think you're special, dude. So she liked me a little more, I think, than most people. Did she really? Yeah, well, yeah, I can probably (laughs) see it in her eyes. (laughs) (laughs) All you got to tell Carmel is, who's a good doggy? (laughs) Right, oh, I did that. I said, Carmel, you're a good girl. And at the same time, I was telling Bear My, Bear My Best, who's got a nice ass? Who's got a nice ass? <laughs> yes, let me pat it. Oh, I meant the dog, <laughs> the dog. That's what I meant. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, Carmel's fine. Well behaved. Unlike Mike. <laughs> I like, like her owner. <laughs> Although Jay man He's really calmed down It's kind of nice Even though he's not there And I miss that sometimes But man yeah He's much better off Trust me <laughs> yes. And then Jay man Talking about you know uh, Going to lunch and eating uh, last Saturday, was it last Saturday when I worked 13 hours? Yep. I sent out the uh, searchlight to see if someone could bring me food last Saturday. And the lovely uh, Crystal, oh, who's got a Kathleen Turner voice, Jay, man, trust me. Mm-hmm. She brought me uh, a 
dozen tacos from Taco Bell. Nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. That. I'd pay for it. It was, it was a, a variety pack? It was, or was some it plain tacos like... and some Taco Supremes. Oh, okay. No uh, Doritos Los Tacos or Fire Tacos or anything no, like that? No, 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 no. Nothing like that. And it was so very nice. And uh, Lauren worked with me, and I offered to uh, let her take some home, J-Man, and she took four home of the 12, Mm -hmm. which I thought was more than responsible considering who else I work with who Uh would have taken 10. Uh I paid for them, 15 bucks, and I gave uh, gave her a 24-ounce blue rass steel reserve for her husband as a tip. Did, well, the other now, did she uh, he offered to pay for those tacos that she took? Well, well, I'm getting to that. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I no, I didn't expect her to. I, I told her I'd get them, and I told her I'd pay for them and just take a couple home. I didn't mean two couples, meaning four. You know, you could have taken a couple. <laughs> but anyway, Jamie. <laughs> Here's the thing, J-Man, and we touched on this earlier this week. This week, I think it was either, I think it may have been, no, it would have been Wednesday. Because I was off Thursday and Friday. She was hungry, and she had a friend of hers bring her Taco Bell. Called her up. said, could you bring me some stuff from Taco Bell? She did not offer to have her friend bring me anything, which I would have paid for, J-Man, even Mm -hmm. though she didn't even ask to pay for said tacos that she had taken earlier in the week. That is very disappointing. It is. I don't know. Yeah. Little little shine coming off, a little luster coming off that diamond right there now. Oh, yeah. Not as far as Alan's concerned because she brought him gas yesterday when he needed it most. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> oh, yeah. She, sa- she, she yeah, protected her job. Oh, yeah. She didn't protect my feelings. She crushed them. Now I just stood there. <laughs> you, you were just kind of standing there going, hey. I like talking too. <laughs> but then J-Man Karma reared its ugly head yesterday. Oh, yeah. Pizza Bill and his lovely wife, Dorothy, came through. And they brought me a roast beef sandwich from Arby's and didn't bring her a damn thing. <laughs> yeah. that, bitch. Hell yeah. <laughs> I didn't even ask for it, J-Man. It was like it was divine intervention. 
And they gave me a oh. dollar on top of that. Oh, oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Those Arby's roast beef sandwiches are pretty good, too. Oh, yeah. I brought it home with me. I wanted to eat it in front of her. But, of course, <laughs> she had to go away. She had to make a trip up I-70 towards Columbus. Right. To save said uh, Big Daddy. So right. I brought it home with me, and I, I had it before I went to bed last night. Yeah, not bad, Arby Sanchez. Now, it should be pointed out, that's not really cheese on that, on that roast beef and cheese. Well, thing. I'll tell you what, I'm a little pissed about no. at, uh, Bill and Dorothy because it had no cheese on it. What the hell? Yeah, they didn't get me a beef and cheddar, just a plain roast beef. Come on, man. That's weird. Who does that? I mean, I know it's not real cheese, but I mean, it's the cheese-like substance is pretty good. Yeah. In fact, I'll tell you what, Jay, man. Now that you brought it up, I am going to yell at him on Facebook after the show today. Why was there cheese on that free roast beef sandwich you brought me? What kind of psychopath just orders a plain roast beef sandwich? Well, Matt, we got a few people in the chat room, I guess. I guess there's some people hanging out here. Well, we still the, the chat room. I guess BTR's happy with the chat room the way it is, and it's going to stay this way. And uh, I guess they weren't happy with the revenue sharing program. I'm sure they weren't. After we, after we had our biggest month ever, mm-hmm. we were really on our way to the show paying for itself. Okay. Anyway, what's happening I in the chat room, Matt? Jamie's there. Yep. All I see is. IWS guy, Jamie, and someone else. Someone else? Oh, Mild Cheddar is in there? Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Bobby Kraft. Yeah, Mr. Bobby Kraft is in the chat room. The uh, For a few weeks there in the new chat room, uh, Bobby Kraft was showing up under my name because he took over my old account, even though we changed the name on it and everything. For some reason, it's still still the old one. And now, for no known reason whatsoever, it says Mild Cheddar. Yes. I don't know. I don't know, man. Just don't know. <clears throat> but but I've, I, I stopped trying to figure out what they were doing at BTR a long time ago. You just roll with the punches now. Oh, yeah. You don't want to think about it because it hurts. <laughs> well, it, it hurts my feet on your face. Yeah. yeah, and you get a funny <laughs> look on your face, and you don't want it to stay that way. 
<laughs> right? Very true. And, uh, I mean, I assume we have guests. They don't show up in the chat room. And I know we've probably got people all over the world listening on their mobile devices, their iPhones, their iPads, Androids, what have you. And, uh, and here's to uh, USA, Canada, and Germany, number one, two, and three. Yeah. As far as and, uh, and shout out to all the thousands and thousands of listeners we'll get in the archives, even though PTR isn't giving us credit for them in the uh, show numbers. No. I'm not I'm not bitter about this at all, Matt. <laughs> you know, you son of a bitch, you missed me during one of the show preps, but you got me drinking that time. You <laughs> jerk. <laughs> so anyway, thanks to oh everyone who is listening. We appreciate you. Hell hell yeah. God, I miss Jaded, I miss Pervin. Not jaded, perfect. I even miss Sue uh, a little. <laughs> Sue C.M., yeah. <laughs> Vorpal White. Yeah, Vorpal had been around for a while. Cog. Brown Beat. No, we don't miss him. <laughs> Never mind. No, no, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And, and more than making you and I pissed off. Woo, Brown Beasley used to really send Schmoop through the roof. Yeah. Woo, that was ugly. Well, J-Man, it's 12.41. We do have a Woody Banner sponsor at the last minute. Oh, excellent. Glad to hear that. Yeah. Do you need to use the facilities? I think, I think right now would be a good time for our Wendy Banner Okay, sponsor. well, you, you've you got two minutes and 51 seconds to not hear nice. the sexy <laughs> voice of, of one Miss Jamie Maple Leaf celebrating Memorial Day on behalf of America. Hi, y'all. Jamie Maple here, and let me tell you, while you in the States are somberly cooking out, dutifully watching Shriners spin around in clown cars at parades, and drunkenly, yet reflectively beating your wives and kids during this profound honoring of folks who have given their lives for your country, please allow me to tell you what I'm doing as a Canadian and your ally in honor of your Memorial Day. I am poolside here at Casa de Maple Leaf and preparing to sunbathe nude beneath the hot yet loving Hamilton skies. Oh my, it is hot out here today. Instead of lying naked in my lounge chair, which is probably 48.889 degrees Celsius, I should probably grab my long, supple, floating pool bed thing. But first, I need to oil up my body. Oh, here's my sunscreen. Mm, feels so good to lather up my body. Every nook and cranny. And 
now to rub and protect my big, gorgeous girls. Ah, yeah. Have to lube everything so I don't burn anything precious. Mmm, that felt good. Okay, and now as I grab my pool bed. Wait, oh my. My pool bed floaty thing is a little bit soft, a little flaccid. I need to blow this bitch up. Oops, my moist, oily, and hungry hands just dropped my flotation device. Allow me to bend over naked and pick it back up. There we go. Let me give it one more big blow. And then tug on the valve stem. Mmm, that's it. My floaty is now as hard as it is long. Ah, yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. Well, folks, time for me and my floaty bed to hop in the pool, soak up some rays, and lay on this long, firm bitch till I can't ride it no more. Oh, my. For IWS Radio, this has been Jamie Maple Leaf, and I am getting hot and wet for America. Oh, yeah. in the pool to cool me off and or to cool herself off and it's making me hot how iconic weird and J-Man must have got interrupted by autograph seekers on his way to the facilities and coming back to the uh, foyer of the IWS radio office building. Well, anyway, you can always call us up at 661-244-9852. Talk to us about your Memorial Day plans or any kind of plans, maybe plans for the summer, summer vacation, pool talk, and uh, whatnot, because we're here for you. And I hear him. I hear him puttering around his chair. I hear him making a little noise. I'm here. Oh, my God. I mentioned that. Uh, did, were you met by autograph seekers, J-Man? Is that what helped you? Yeah, up? The popper, I had to avoid the paparazzi. That was, okay. that was the problem. Oh, you had to take the tunnel trail to get to right. the bathroom, did <laughs> Yeah, I had to avoid the paparazzi. Uh-huh. <clears throat> so, um, ran into a uh, somebody I went to high school with at Walmart this week, Matt. Well, always, this is never always good dangerous. when it comes to you. Yeah. Yeah. It, the, the, so, I ran into this... this uh, this chick I went to high school with, uh, she she saw me and called out my name. And I was like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> and anyway, I turned around. And when she was in high school, she was a very uh, shy, quiet, 
type, very, uh, you know, very demure. And then she married uh, this dude from high school. They got married right out of high school. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> got divorced a few years ago. And I guess that they got divorced and she just kind of went wild because she <laughs> was standing there and she had 1980s big hair, which she never had in yeah. the 80s. She had these <clears throat> big sunglasses, you know, like the movie stars wear. She was wearing a oh, tight, sure. a tight low-cut T-shirt. V-cut T-shirt, and and really short, tight jean shorts with her butt cheeks hanging out. Oh yeah, fifty-one years old. Fifty-one years old. Uh huh. (laughs) She never ever did this when she was twenty-one. So I guess she'd been oppressed and repressed. For so long that she finally just broke out, and she's living her best life now. So good for her. Oh yeah, and here's what you're saying, Jay Man. Alan needs to pick her up in his Mazda RX-8 with the gas <laughs> gauge that doesn't work, <laughs> and run out of gas on a nice uh-huh. little trip in the country. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh dear. We appear to be out of gas. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! It'll take AAA about an hour and a half to get get here. What should we do? What shall we do? <laughs> oh, speaking of chicks dressing like that, Jay Man, we had kind of a cat fight little thing—not a cat fight, but a cat mm. fight type oh. comment. Going on at the uh, beer mine yesterday. Oh, wow. Do you know I enjoy a good cat fight? Oh, hell yeah. Hottie McCare stylist came through. The lovely Uh Becky. And as she pulled away, Lauren said to me, Is that your quasi girlfriend with the perfect hair? Oh, <laughs> well, now that's funny because on Friday I mentioned Becky with the good hair and you thought I was talking about Hottie McHairstylist when I was actually referencing Beyonce's song. And then, yes. and then Lauren essentially called her Becky with good hair. Oh, my. Yes. Oh, so Lauren and I are on, Lauren and I are on the same wavelength. You know what I'm saying? And of I course, I said to her, I said, "Well, yes, it was." And then she returned to stocking pop. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. Don't be picking on my uh, on my back. She's got another boyfriend. Yeah. She goes I mean, through a lot of them. Yeah. She she's got them all on a string. 
she's the puppet master. She must be exhausting and tireless because she goes through a lot of Yeah. Like that joke that no matter how hot hot she is, some guy is tired of her shit. (laughs) Well, I don't know how that could be. I really, well, yeah, I can because I've read some of her Facebook posts. But when she comes to uh-huh. the beer mine, she and I just cut up, and she's funny as hell. But you well, know, yeah, that's just because there's cause, always a difference yeah, that's about there's always a difference when you live with them or are with them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's no uh, there's no other commitment between you two other than that little moment of hilarity and exactly. friendship. We just make fun of each other. So you don't, right? So you don't have to, you know. Worry about the future. <laughs> yeah, and she, she finally paid me back uh, my money that I yeah. owned her. Uh, uh, That's good. Good. Donald Trump okay, just man. said that Kim Jong-un is smarter than and would make a better president than sleepy Joe Biden. Oh, God. He's a freaking idiot. Well, they both are. Speaking of Kim Jong-un and Donald Trump. Yeah. Uh, Two of that's them. what I think about and, and we have a, a, uh, we have a stalled Biden vehicle at the Indy 500. Uh, well, this was uh, uh, this was a uh, media type quoting him. So yes, the name was spelled correctly this time. Okay. Uh, so we got a, we got a stalled vehicle at at Indy. We're under under caution early on here. Oh, oh goodness! Uh, that's a little at least the USA leads Mexico one. Yeah, USA leads Mexico one nothing at the half. And the Cleveland Indians suck. <laughs> There's your sports update. And I'll tell you what, Jay, man, because I was trying to work on the show and I didn't want to get into it, but I liked your tweet last night to uh, one Mr. Jesse Ferg that the Indians' problem is they give up too many runs without scoring more than the other team. Or something score along enough. those lines. That they, they give up a lot of runs and can't score any. That's their problem. <clears throat> I'm going to start calling you Jay McCarver. That's your new name. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, they are now, they've lost five in a row. And they are now nine games behind the Minnesota Twins. Who are in fuego? Yeah, they are. And I'm more than a little surprised that the Twins are so good and more than a little disappointed in uh, in the Indians. But there's 114 games to go. Long That's way to go. That's why they play the game, J-Man. That's why they play the game. That's right. You know, baseball is a game of runs and streaks, ups and downs. It's a roller coaster. You get on a hot streak and you reel off seven, eight straight wins. Next thing you know, you're only four games back. Is a, is number number one in the in the wild card, 
and everything's okay. And you got to play as a team. Yeah. And of course, the Indians, no, the Indians' bats notoriously heat up when the weather does in the summer, and <laughs> other stuff like that. <laughs> oh God! Oh God! I preferred it when you didn't like baseball. Why do you have to force <laughs> this? <laughs> I'm not. I just. I just. My return to baseball is not going that great. Now remember, this is a one-year deal. With a one-year option, and I own the option, so you know. Okay. And and as I and as I said one time during, during show prep, I said you know, I could force a trade sometime around the All-Star break. I might ask the Indians yeah. to trade me to a contender. <laughs> like Houston, you could be traded to Houston. I could be traded to the Astros. I can't pick the Astros as my team because that would be jumping on the bandwagon, but the Indians can trade me to the Astros exactly. if they if yeah, they have well, a fire we'll sale. Revisit, we'll revisit this towards the end of September, Jamie, and see where you uh-huh. are. Yeah, now, they can't – now, obviously, they can't trade me to Minnesota because you don't trade within division in, in your own division in that's baseball. That's a, that's a hard, uh-huh. fast rule. Oh, God. Denying it? You know that. You know that's a rule. Well, not for the Reds, it's not. They don't care. The Reds well, or the Bengals. <clears throat> All those loser owners down in Cincinnati. Holy cow, what are they thinking? Uh. Uh. Well, I'm not liking this, but I'll hang with you while you sort this out, your baseball Thank you. Thank you. It's just not going judge. well. I'm, 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 I might end up getting blocked by the official Twitter account of the Cleveland Indians at some point. Now that would be fun. <laughs> and Jay, man, I was going to play a Memorial Day audio, but I think we're close enough to the top of the hour, don't you? Yeah, we we're there. We're practically there. Okay. Buddy Acapella, take us The music is atrocious, the lyrics are weak. Time for Jay and Matt's picks for worst song for the week. Hey! 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 All right. <clears throat> and I'll tell you what, why don't I go first, Matt, because I kind of got to I was going to say, because it's my turn to use the facilities. Why don't you go first, Jay, man? Okay. And you can you can hear... <laughs> What my my little rant about this guy afterwards? Oh, you know, I will. When you listen to the replay, I will. So uh, over the weekend, over this last week, a little uh, a little kerfuffle happened on Twitter as there was a little dust up between Natalie Portman, how you doing that, and Moby, in which Natalie Portman denied ever having dated Moby. And then Moby came back with a picture of him looking incredibly creepy with his arm around Natalie Portman, who had a look on her face like, somebody get me out of here. Somebody get me away from this guy. And this was his part of his proof that he had dated Natalie Portman. And then he kind of implied, you know, like, oh, yeah, I, I banged her. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Well, see, Moby, being a middle-aged white guy, 
sometimes doesn't realize that he's not well-liked because he thinks everybody loves him. He's a middle-aged white guy. But see, the way the Internet works when stuff like this happens is it doesn't matter who's telling the truth. It matters who is liked. And the Internet likes Natalie Portman and doesn't like Moby. So Moby got dragged for two days, got called all kinds of names and stuff, and, and deservedly so. I mean, he's an asshole. He can go to hell. So in honor of Moby being such a shitbag, here is my bad song of the week. And believe me, I had a lot to choose from in his uh, portfolio that I went with. Uh, what the, I don't even know the name of this crap song. Extreme Ways by Moby. almost 20 seconds of him repeating, oh, baby, oh, baby. Then it fell apart. It fell apart. That's what he thinks is good right now. I thought it was pretty good. Shut up. <laughs> you just told so me anyway. to shut up. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't defend him. Fuck Moby. It was awful. What do you got for us, man? I'm not even a big Natalie Portman fan, but he's a dick. Uh-huh. Um, well, J-Man, as you know, I, along with you, are not big fans of songwriters and singers profiting, profiting off of patriotism. Mm, don't get me started on that. I these know. Country, these country music dudes. Oh, no. And ah. it's always a country music dude. However, this yep. one, this guy is actually black country singer. And his well, name is Coffee. Coffee. Coffee Anderson. <laughs> Never heard of him. <laughs> Which I found iconic. Uh, he, he wrote a song called Memorial Day. Let's give a little bit of it a listen. Wrong one. Wrong one. Wrong yeah. one. Wrong one. Wrong one. <laughs> 
Well, nicknamed him Walker, tied knives to get a badge. Said, I'm going to serve my country just like my old man. July 29th came and he was gone. A shiny town car parked on that old gravel lot. Two uniforms on the front door, they knocked. His mama started crying. She said, you were lying. Where's my son? So I'll take off my hat, raise up my drink. So the ones that give it all for the U.S. of A. Stay up proud for the families. Lord, give them strength. There's a folded flag in a frame. And I just want to say thanks on Memorial Day. And he thought, you know, <clears throat> he thought doing this song would this make song all them white folks. What's that, David? Near He he should do it. He should collab with uh, Busted Rhymer. Shit! Oh my God, it's awful. And it's oh God, it's just awfully written song. And and and, oh. and he thought doing that song, he thought by doing that song that he would make all, all the uh, white folks at the Country Music Association like him. Yeah, no, exactly. Come on. And what do you do for all those soldiers who have died over the years? <clears throat> By God, I'll take the time out to raise my drink. Oh, good for you. Yeah. And make a little money off of your dead body. Exactly. God I'll I'll man. join Alan Jackson and all those other people. Keith, what is taking advantage of and, to, and Toby Keith and. Whoever else is taking advantage of tragedy. Yeah, Mm -hmm. taking advantage of tragedy to make money. Pieces of shit. Getting mad now, Pat. I'm getting angry. I'm ready. I'm ready. You know who's angry? You know who else is angry out there? Oh, God. In America? Women. Women are angry right now in America. Women are angry because of these these, uh, new... uh, uh, anti-women bills that are being passed in Alabama and Georgia and Missouri, Mississippi, all the, the abortion bans and they, and just, uh, just sure. the war on women I'm trying to take us back to the yeah. old days. And yeah. uh, <clears throat> so we're going to have to bring back the, uh, the right girl acts of the seventies and eighties and uh, bring back oh, people like, X-ray spec with old bondage up yours. Yeah, baby, do it. Girl should be seen and not heard, but I think old bondage up yours. One, two, three, four.
good song? <laughs> Damn right it was. Hell yeah. <laughs> huh, that's interesting. Uh, <coughs> well, J-Man, <laughs> I went yes, along man. the same lines. I went I went I went along the same lines. And this is kind of a rad song from the Civil War days, J Ben. And I find <laughs> I've always found really cool. And it's by a guy named Bobby Horton in this version. So take it away, Mr. Bobby Horton. I said Take it away, Mr. Bobby Horton. Yes, we'll rally round the flag, boys, we'll rally once again. Shouting the battle cry of freedom. We will rally from the hillside, we will gather from the plain. Shouting the battle cry of freedom. The Union forever. Hurrah, boys, hurrah. Down with the traitor, up with the star. While we rally round the flag, boys, rally once again, shouting the battle cry of freedom. We are springing to the call of our brothers gone before, shouting the battle cry of freedom, and we'll fill the vacant ranks with a million freemen more, shouting the battle cry Too bad uh, didn't get to go down to that uh, clan rally in Dayton and uh, crank that song up. Blast it away! I know. Where all nine of the clans people showed up, <laughs> by uh, two hundred plus protesters. <laughs> uh huh. And you know the funny thing is, is that when that song started and you heard that banjo music, those clan guys probably would have thought it was for them. As they probably and they would, would have. Been bitterly disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. They would have been bitterly oh, disappointed, just as the Confederate Army was when they lost. It was a joke, <laughs> too. And here's the thing the city of Dayton had to spend like $650,000 on security and roadblocks for their protest, and nine frickin' Klansmen showed up. You know. Uh-huh. Per capita, how much is that? If you're going to show <laughs> up, you damn well better show up. Pussies. That's right. You know, you can say what you want about about our, all our uh, clans, rednecks here in uh, Redneckville, but when they had the gay pride parade a couple of years ago and they were marching down Main Street, the clans showed up and lined the street waving that heritage not hate flag at those at the gays. There you so. go. At least they have the courage to show up, I guess. (laughs) I guess. (laughs) Just like I said in one of my other clan posts earlier this week, 
At least the one guy in the front doesn't have polarized sunglasses on. He's proud <laughs> to say he's a stupid racist. Uh-huh. And where do you get, how do you get a Klan robe? I mean, you can't really, I don't know, can you order that online? Do you go to, do they have their own, like, little Betsy Ross of the Klan world seamstress? Make the robe for them? Can I give them your measurements and she'll make you one? I don't know. I wonder about that. I don't know. We could ask Gover- Governor Northam, see where he got his. And, well, see, that's the thing. That was what I was wondering, is that, that, that Facebook photo, which they totally uh, – I'm glad they uh, spent over a year working on that and investigating to come out and say, eh, we don't know who's in those photos. Thanks. Exactly. That was great. It's inconclusive. Yeah. I'm glad we could revisit that whole story. Yeah, <laughs> uh. oh, brother. So we're celebrating. Well, you don't really celebrate. You honor Memorial Day. Right. Right. Well, some some people celebrate. Memorial Day. Well, you can you know, celebrate your, your mattress, your you your mattress stores, your car, used car lots. They celebrate. Yeah, car lots. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, and uh, even online retailers uh, like Wayfair, who uh, emailed me this week to let me know they had a toilet seat sale going on this week. So I saw that, you man. You were very excited <laughs> so, about that, weren't you? So shout shout out to all those who gave their all for this great country. So the rest of us could sit in comfort in the bathroom and uh, tweet on our tablet while we're doing our morning business. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> oh, that was kind of mentioned to uh, my new buddy Lauren the other day, J-Man. Oh, yeah? We were, yeah, we were talking about how... Um, she heard about my pee audio and then how Jamie and I pee when we're talking. And I told her about Party Marty. We pee like a half a dozen times when he calls me on a Sunday night because we're drunk. I said, but here's where the boundary line ends, Lauren. J-Man will tweet from his bathroom and he ain't peeing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm surprised that she didn't say, oh, yeah, I'm on my phone when I'm on the toilet. Everybody is. She she doesn't do that. I, I bet she does. She just She's trying to be a lady and not admitting. Everybody sits on their phone and either goes through Twitter or Instagram when they're really? on the toilet. Yes. You can't take it. Oh, my God. I don't even want to get into this. <laughs> God It's completely acceptable Well, we're celebrating Memorial Day weekend here Oh, yeah ladies. Yeah, and uh, We'd and, like to uh, honor some Oh, go ahead No, no, well, I was just going to say You might want to Real quickly just remind everybody What Memorial Day really is Because uh, some people are a bit confused about it yeah, it's it, 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 it's not about the veterans who are living um, or died without being killed in war. It's not yeah, about for your uncle. It's not, yeah, it's not yeah, about oh, Uncle yeah, yeah, Joe. Or, and uh, it's 
not about first responders. It's not about your policemen, your EMS people. It's not about those people. It's about the people who died in war defending this country. And that's it. That's it. No one else, right, J-Man? Am I wrong in this? That's correct. That is, You are absolutely correct. And that even includes some that maybe made very bad tactical decisions and got slaughtered, got all their troops killed in themselves. Exactly. Like Custer. Or maybe, yeah, or maybe one who got shot by his own redneck. Yeah. You know, I, I patted myself on the back for that one, day. <laughs> I know you did. I know you were very proud of that one. <laughs> You know, F those Confederates. I mean, Stonewall Jackson was a great general. I mean, he was a badass, but he was a traitor. Right. <clears throat> and Robert E. That's how I think. So take that. Oh, fuck yes. And I managed to say F was Stonewall Jackson, but then I let the... Uh, the entire word fall out with Robert <laughs> <Lee>. <laughs> A slave owner. Bastard. Uh huh. Savage. Jesus. Oh. So, yeah. So, and let's uh, honor one of our, uh, one of our dead who's gone. In the past, defending this country. Take it away, Jamie Maple Leaf. Hi, y'all. Jamie Maple Leaf here for IWS Radio with this IWS Memorial Day moment. Today we honor Captain Merrill Steubing. Yes, Captain <laughs> Steubing, the avuncular Captain Steubing who for years commanded the island cruise ship, the Pacific Princess. But prior to that, during the Vietnam War, Steubing was at the helm of the Navy destroyer, the USS Aaron Spelling. For years, he and his crew successfully patrolled the Caribbean, making certain that the Viet Cong insurgents did not infiltrate the Gulf ports of Texas, Louisiana, and Mississippi under the guise of resembling simple refugee shrimpers. Unfortunately, after captaining the Pacific Princess and the decline of his television career, he returned to the Navy during the first Iraq War to command the USS Gopher and died as the USS Gopher was torpedoed by bad ratings and a longing to become a televangelist. Thank you for your service, Captain Steubing, and may God and America shower respect upon your soul. This is Senator John McCain, and I listen to Jay and Matt every Sunday on Blog Talk Radio. But I never listen to IWS radio, and I hope you do both and neither as well. <laughs> Good old Captain Stubbing. Good old Captain Stubbing. And you know, uh, Paul Williams is from Omaha, Nebraska. So, yeah, that Paul Williams. Paul Williams didn't sing that. Yeah, he wrote the thing. He wrote it. Oh, he wrote it. Okay. Well, God, yeah. he wrote everything. Yeah, yeah. He's from, he's he's from uh, he's from Omaha. Well, I'll be go to hell. 
There was someone else from Omaha that I didn't expect to be from Omaha, and I forget who it is. And I'm not talking about Buffett, uh, Warren Buffett or anything. Henry Fonda? No, that doesn't sound correct. I do, yeah. I forget. No, anyway. (laughs) Don't push me, Jay. I know, I'm just throwing the names out there. God. Down. Very touchy about these things. <laughs> so, is there going to be a big Memorial Day parade celebration in Bagwine? Oh, we have the biggest Memorial Day parade in the state here in Bagwine. Wow. Will there be an Uncle Sam oh. on stilts? I don't think I've ever seen one, but we have every high school marching band that comes this thing lasts like three hours it's exhausting and you got shriners and every piece of fire equipment from both the city and the townships oh my god oh and they blow their horns it's really Uh and then they throw candy to the kids and you got clowns walking then you got all the uh, political officers walking through Three hours. Shazam! Oh, God. It just goes on and on. It's tiring. Yeah, I wouldn't be there for the whole thing. Yeah, because 20 years ago, the ex's family always wanted to go. We always had to go together, get our little lawn chairs out and sit in a row with donuts. Make nice talk. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Pretend we God, liked each I other. I wanted to be uh-huh. that dude who killed himself with a samurai sword and airplane when Robert Hayes wouldn't <laughs> shut up. Oh, God. Oh, my God. That was over 25. 20 years ago. My God, Shmoop and I have been together almost 20 years. Wow. Goodness. <clears throat> yeah. Have we, well, we don't have a <laughs> we don't have a parade here. We just have a uh, a get together oh, really? down on the square. Yeah, down on the square. Oh, really? Down there at the gazebo. Well, no, they have a, a war memorial down there on the square. And uh, oh, really? <clears throat> all the names of everybody from Boone County, I mean Redneck County, <laughs> we'll we'll fix that in edit. We'll edit that out. Oh, um, it's fine. Redneck County, who 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 died in battle, served this country, and they oh, have fine. about I don't know about twenty five or thirty American flags because you know we're very patriotic here, and they put those up <laughs> all around the area, and then they have uh. uh one of the one of the preachers gets to uh, get up there and do a sermon because they fought for God and country, yeah. and uh, well, you know people gather around and in, in, in honor. It, it, it's nice and it, it draws a pretty good crowd every time. Yeah, well, and I'll tell you the parade. Um, they go down to the end of the parade is at Turncliffe Cemetery. And that street, the entire street right in that section, 
is lined with American flags, and then they go in there and have a service, so which is nice. But the three-hour parade preceding yeah. that um, is what was if. what was the name of that what was the name of that cemetery? Ferncliff. Oh, for some reason I thought you said the Glen Close Cemetery, and I'm like, you know, she's not dead. <laughs> No, it's Ferncliff. Although I thought about Glenn Close the other night, because I forget why, but um, remember that chick, Paige Weeks? He used to call in here and eat, call on to the show and eat Cheetos. In, eat Cheetos, yeah. And then you said to me one night on Twitter, hey, this Paige chick really likes you. To which I said, well, yeah. And Glenn Close really liked Michael Douglas one time. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, she hasn't uh, been around since uh, I hung up on her. <laughs> oh, God. I was, oh, God, she was a pain in the ass. What a She's freak. Like... Licensed private investigator, though, in case you need one. Allegedly. Allegedly. In the state of Georgia. And J-Man, before we get into the good, the bad, and the sudly, we have breaking news, J-Man. Oh. So uh, let me hit the uh, audio teletype machine and see what's going on here. Hi, guys. Jamie Maple Leaf here, and I am busting at the seams. I have wanted to do this for a long time, but never had the courage to do so. As some of you may know, I have always been enamored of Guy On Your Dick, but could never let my true feelings show. I was still recovering from Dickhead Tim dumping me into the dustbin of life. Oh sure, after Tim left me, I engaged in several Red Bull and vodka-fueled tawdry one-night stands, but my mind kept going back to Guy. It was like every time I had sex with a man, and there was a lot, I was always imagining having sex with Guy. I know Guy. I know him too well. And yes, he is an asshole, but for whatever reason, I am drawn to him. So, today... I am throwing caution to the wind, letting my guard down, and allowing my freak flag to fly. I have been single long enough. So Guy, I am asking you to marry me. I want a proper church wedding, and I want to get married in Guelph. If you can meet those two moderate demands, this chick will think you're the cat's pajamas, because, well, Canadians are easily pleased. I hope you answer me soon, Guy, and in the affirmative, because my ovaries are really throbbing. How's that, Matt? (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is huge. Yeah. Throbbing ovaries, and she's proposed to Guy on your dick? Yes. 
Wow. That's interesting. <laughs> well, a little bit of a, I don't is, know, kind of a desperate, little desperate situation here. Jeff, you're proposing the guy on your dick. It's pretty desperate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll oh, see how oh, that turns goodness. out. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, oh. I mean, I'm, I'm hopeful for him. That'll be great. Hopefully, we'll hear from God before the end of the show. Because I know he's listening. He's in the chat room. Yeah. So, huh. All right then. Uh, wow, this show has mm-hmm. taken a real turn. It has, and yet the the chick who proposed the guy is not even calling in, which is kind of hurtful, Chase man. True. Of course, we haven't opened the phone lines yet. We could do that. The memorial oh, lines. I I mentioned it earlier at six six one two four four nine eight five two. You weren't paying attention, were you? Oh, I'm sure I was. Yeah. You know, you Wait, were probably looking at soccer asses. <laughs> Wake up by the <laughs> Which I don't blame you the for. The bottom of the ass. <laughs> It is the bottom of the hour. Buddy Acapella, take us away. It's time for the good, the bad, and the sunsy. What you got? All right, J-Man. Yeah, I'll go first. You went first on the good songs, good and bad songs. I am going to drink a Habituale Kolsch-style ale. <laughs> God. This is one of Joe McIntyre's beers. Who oh, okay. Who fortunately has been transferred from the store that Schmoop's at. This is funny, J-Man. On the can, it's got Aww. a funny story. Yeah, meet Reuben, a.k.a. Rubazol, a mountain spirit who is nice to cool people and vengeful to creeps. This crisp, clean Kolsch is a true German classic. It's the perfect tribute to our fair-minded friend, sweet, balanced with faint bitterness, brewed and canned in Cleveland. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, 5.3% is what it weighs in at. No smell, really. I'll tell you what. Joe McIntyre gets a win on this one. 
Oh my goodness! I thought he would go over six. Yeah. Well, he had one that was okay. I gave him a tie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So thus far, I was think it ten? Was it one, three, and what? one with me? Yeah. So he could be the next coach at Arkansas. Yeah, anyway. Oh, no, that's not awful. That's not bad. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't buy it, but it's not bad. It is now, a little the bitter like? on the application. Yeah. It, okay. it, it starts out pretty light, but just like they said, they didn't lie on the can. Uh, starts out a little light when you taste it, and then it has a Kind of a bitter aftertaste. Oh, well. yeah, it's not bad, though. <clears throat> I mean, I, they spent a lot of money on the artwork on this can. Holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> That's usually a bad sign. Yeah, it is. So, all right. Well, I have... Hmm. And my brother, my brother-in-law grabbed this for me. Who's in liquor store? Saw it, thought I might uh, want to give it a try. This is uh, Mick Adams, probably you know one of my ancestors or something. Mick Adams, blended Canadian whiskey. Ooh. Premium quality, aged for thirty-six months. Mellowed in aged oak barrels. Yes. Forty percent alcohol, as almost all whiskeys are. Right. So let's open this bitch up. Oh crap! This is gonna be hard to open. Oh, you gotta be kidding me! You could have done it before the show. I well, I wanted to. Uh, There we go. I want the dramatic opening of the bottle. Oh, jeez, that was hard. Okay, well, all right, it smells pretty smooth. Smells a lot like Canadian mist, to be honest with you. I suspect it's going to taste a lot like Canadian mist. And, hey, I like Canadian mist. Don't don't get upset, Jamie. I do, too. This is not bad. Not bad. A little bit of heat. A little heat. A little heat. The, the lips are burning. A little bit. A little bit of heat on the on the uh, on the throat. That first hit. Yeah. But it's okay. It's not bad. It actually Canadian mist is a little bit better than this. Really. Yeah. So I'm, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll give it another taste. All right, going in again. Oh. All right. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I like it okay. <laughs> and go USA. USA now up 2-0 on our friends right. south of the border. 
I bet Brandy Chastain just took her shirt off. <clears throat> God, I hope so. Oh, she took her, she took her shirt off so fast in that situation. Do you notice how how quickly she whipped it off? She's done that before. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> she didn't really have a whole lot to expose, though. Not I mean, point. I'm not. Yeah, I am judging. But, well, no, she's wearing a sports bra, so it's it's kind of you know suppressing the girls a bit. Okay. Anyway, anyway, I'm just, I'm just, I was impressed by how she was able to just whip that shirt off, because you know she's yeah. whipped that oh, shirt yeah. off and like swung it around her head and gone woo a few times. <laughs> Maybe it's spring break. Doing it like a boss, man. Uh huh. So Matt, you know that uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, our governor yeah. here, the great state of Arkansas, Asa Hutchinson, signed. Uh, pardon me, a new bill authorizing uh-huh. a stretch of highway something. I don't even remember the name of the highway now. Oh my God. To be renamed the True Grit Highway. It stretches yeah. from uh, Arkadelphia to Fort Smith. And right. this is, of course, from the, the, the book and movie True Grit. <clears throat> it's a route Mandy Ross took to Fort Smith. And uh, so Bobby Kraft decided he should go drive the True Grit Trail. And because, you know, he, he wants to get the word out about, you know, cool stuff to do in Arkansas. Oh, sure. So we, uh, we gave him the company credit card, you know, to fill the, the craft mobile up with gas. Oh, my and, oh, sure. And, uh, you know, so he could go down there and do that. So why don't you go ahead and take it away, Bobby? Hey everybody, Bobby Kraft here with Sharp Cheddar on IWS Radio. You know what my favorite book of all time is? Well, other than the Holy Bible, of course. It's True Grit by the late, great Charles Portis. Oh yeah, it's true. Mr. Portis is a native Arkansasier and even attended the University of Arkansas just like yours truly did. That's why I am so excited to take a drive on Highway 22 from Dardanelle to Fort Smith. That highway has now been designated a True Grit Trail by the state of Arkansas. This is the path that little 14-year-old Maddie Ross took on her long, arduous journey to justice in 1873. She went to Fort Smith to hire that old mean, nasty, drunk Marshal Rooster Cogburn to help her hunt down Tom Chaney, who had killed her father. The plan was to either kill Chaney or arrest him and have him hung in Fort Smith at Judge Parker's earliest convenience. It's a thrilling and exciting book. And an okay movie. Well, you see, the original movie is marred by the Maddie Ross character. My God, she was annoying as hell in that movie. I could barely stand it. The remake with Haley Steinfeld, who grew up real nice, by the way, real nice, is way better. I even think Jeff Bridges is a better Rooster Cogburn than John Wayne. And I'm not a John Wayne hater. Although Glenn Campbell is irreplaceable. I mean, Matt Damon did the best he could, but, you know, whatever. Anyway, I was going to say this highway is probably way better than the original dirt trail that Maddie must have taken, but honestly, it's pretty rough, even by Arkansas standards. Lots of potholes, and the shoulder is pretty steep drop-off. You know, if this is going to be a big tourist attraction, shouldn't they fix it up? 
or maybe they want that authentic feel. One thing I get to do that Maddie didn't is stop at Whataburger in Clarksville. Mmm, I love that Whataburger. Oh, that is some good food right there. You know what? I might not go the rest of the way to Fort Smith. I might just stop at Whataburger and call it a day. Maybe take a little nap and then I can just take Highway 7 straight up through Jasper and on home. There ain't shit to see out here anyway. I bet Maddie was bored off her ass. Do we even know that this was the route she took? Maybe she took the train. This whole thing might be an elaborate ruse to sucker tourists into a needless, boring-ass drive. I'm kind of pissed off now. Screw it. I'm going to Whataburger and I'm going home. Hey everyone, this is Warrior Cat, and you're listening to IWS only on Blog Talk Radio. Mwah! And Whataburger is so good. Oh, God, Whataburger is I've so good. I've never had it. <clears throat> yeah, good stuff. Uh, I would have done the same thing that Bobby did. I would have just stopped at Whataburger and called it a day. <clears throat> and uh, I got on our buddy Frankie, Frankie Bondo's bad side over True Grit. Oh, God, what happened? What happened? Because uh, I said that the remake of True Grit with uh, Jeff Bridges and uh, Matt Damon was better than the original with John Wayne. He said, watch it, bucko. <laughs> you know, I hate these people. And they just say it because they're originalists. Right. Yeah. So I like the original I mean, the better. Remake, the remake was better. The remake was tremendous. It was it was very true to the book, and uh, it was great. Jeff Bridges was was awesome. I love Jeff Bridges. He was very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, I've caught I've caught that same attitude from some people on songs. Mm-hmm. Like Hazy say the winner, hey man, that's come up before. Right, and that's a great remake. <clears throat> great remake. Oh, it's a freaking fantastic remake. They nailed it. The Bengals nailed it. I mean, Simon and Garfunkel is great. Two different. They're actually two different versions, but the one, the one that the Bengals did yeah. was awesome. Uh-oh. We have we have breaking news. I've just been handed this from the, our our legal team of We Love Cunts. IWS <laughs> Radio would like to apologize to Charles Portis, who apparently is not dead. Oh my God! Really? How about that? Good yeah, Charles Portis, the uh, who uh, Bobby referred to as the late great. It's, uh, he's he's alive and kicking. Oh my goodness! What time is it? Yeah. I'm forty-seven. He's uh, he's eighty-five years old. Wow. 
I can't believe Tom Lehrer is still alive. Boy, there's one of one of our heroes. We've used him a lot on the show. Oh God, yeah. The Vatican rag. Oh God, that's a great dude. <clears throat> and J-Man, do you still have the breaking news thing up? I sure do. You need to hit it. Hit it, baby. He's on the line from Parts Unknown. Take it away, one Mr. Guy on your dick. Jay, Matt Man, listeners of IWS Radio, Guy on your dick here. And I heard earlier on the show the earnest erstwhile and erotic entreaty orally ejaculated toward me by the live and lovely Jamie Maple Leaf. I have a few yet furtive words to say about Jamie's proprietary proposal of nuptial notitude. As I sat here listening to Jamie on the show while enjoying the weekend here in my cozy and carefree cabana in Kennebunkport, Maine, I was taken aback by her love for me, and I said unto myself, Yes, Stella Artois looks like she is 77, even though she's only 38, and I can no longer keep my languid and long-aching liver in high gear for years to come. So, Jamie Maple Leaf, I am accepting your poignant, poetic, and probably problematic marriage proposal, and I say yes to your marital merriment and to our love. So, my beautiful betrothed, allow me a day or two to cancel my plans with ladies like Tyra, Jill, Stella, Queen Beatrix, Shannon, Dr. Jill Biden, Triple B, and the newborn Felix's grandmummy. After that, we can call Megan at the Guelph Visitors Bureau and find a cherubic church, a regal reception hall, and the picture-perfect hotel room in which to consummate our marriage. Jamie, my Hamiltonian hottie, we will hammer out the details very soon. But for now, this is Guy on your dick, wishing you all a splendid Memorial Day weekend, sending all my love to the soon-to-be Jamie on your dick, and tossing it back to you guys in the studio. I'm stunned. Oh, my God. We're going to have a June wedding at, at Hotspot Lots, Jay, man. That is so very, 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 very exciting. Or no, Guelph. I'm sorry, Guelph. It'd be better at Hotspot yeah. Lodge. Yeah. Well, Guelph is a cool place, though. Oh, I know. Here's the thing, J-Man, and I don't think this thing's going to work out. 
but as long as it does, Jamie has to start her reports for whatever she does. Hi, all. <laughs> Jamie, on your dick here. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She'll have to do that. Uh-huh. Yep. Well, I'm excited. I mean... Now you know why I love oh, a good yeah. wedding. I'll get, I'll, I'll, I will bring a box of tissues with me and be sitting right there on the yep. bride side of the, <laughs> the room. And you'll bring the um, magnetic IWS radio sign with you. Of course I will. I take it with me when I go out of town. I know. Oh, yeah, this is going to be fun. Oh, sure. While it lasts. I'm excited. Here's the thing, J-Man. Jamie was kind of an integral part of the show. And this is a show in which she doesn't call in. Oh, no. I mean, here she is. Do you think that she's overwhelmed with happiness and she's she's tears of joy and she can't call in because she just can't uh, formulate the words? You think that's what it is? Because I think this happened a couple months ago when we had a show that kind of revolved around Jamie and uh, she happened. Call in. Huh. Anyway. And Team USA now leads three to nothing over Mexico. Oh, Kristen Press. Yeah, it's sewn up. Now Kristen Press with a screamer from outside the box for the third goal. What's her ass? Oh God. I I think that Kristen Press is a screamer, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> USA, USA. Yep. All righty then. Well, congratulations to uh, to Jamie and Guy. Um, are, is Jamie registered anywhere, like at Target, Goodwill? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to figure that out. I mean, they'll have to figure that out, J-Man. Yeah. Probably McDonald's. Oh, yeah. She's probably registered at McDonald's. Don't forget and the extra pickle. Pickles. Yep. Don't forget those extra pickles. Yeah. Oh, boy. And I want to give a shout out to Sandra Hachimi who is now following me on Twitter. Um, yes. She does not get a follow. 
She does not get a follow back. She's tweeted 38 times, and every single one of them is a retweet of Donald Trump. <laughs> so, sorry, I followed Sandra. her last night. <laughs> and I've talked to her because I think she's actually some type of bot, which you know I enjoy. Yes, I know. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. Where are you from? I said, it's in my Twitter profile. Then she asked me my name. I said, it's right there. (laughs) I love that shit. Uh huh. And some dude in Ghana is going, some dude in Ghana is going, man, this dude's messing with me. Come on, man. Make, why can't you make this easy for me? Asshole. <laughs> and because I put her picture in the uh, the little photo display in the show promo, I want to give a shout out to Alyssa Milano, who uh, oh. stepped, stepped cool. in it on Twitter this week. She retweeted the uh, story about the Klan uh, rally in Dayton. And said, I don't even know my country anymore. And everybody was like, really? Because this is pretty much the country it's always been. You know, I mean, it's slavery, followed by the Jim Crow laws and segregation and redlining. Uh, <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Where, what country were you places, living in during that time? Miss White Privilege? In the 90s, they might. Yeah, they might still do it now. They redline uh, pizza deliveries. Oh hell yes! They did when I was at the pizza place. We had a, they they literally had a red box around areas we didn't deliver to. Yep. Ooh, and I just saw your tweet about Christina Press or Kristen Press. <laughs> Uh huh. I'd like to see that hair out of the back of a baseball cap. Oh. I'd like to see her running down the pitch. I'd like to send one through her five hole. Well, thanks for nothing, Jamie. Hope you and Guy are happy. He's happy. not going to be happy about this. Guy's not going to be happy at all. Yeah, off to a bit of a rocky start there, Jamie. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. Can't wait, wait uh, to hear the excuse on this one. The day that she gets uh, nominated, or gets uh, engaged, My guess is the nephew. My guess is the nephew. My guess is the nephew is not just in her room painting her dresser today, but he's doing it with a with an air paint gun. Uh, Maybe we can revive it next week. 
I'm a little concerned. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, maybe they could uh, already make up next week. Maybe she can. Maybe maybe Guy will be understanding. <laughs> oh, Guy doesn't care. He's clueless. Uh huh. Oh, there's boobs involved. I'm there. <laughs> Canadian citizenship, free health care. <laughs> I'm on it. Well, he's already got it. Well, that's true. Whatever country he's a citizen of these days. <laughs> these days. That was kind of funny. <laughs> All right. Then. Get that it was booty nice. working. Oh. Oh. I'd like to be a citizen of Bulgarian babe's country. By her country, I mean her house. (laughs) All right, we're inside of four minutes here. Uh, Okay. We want to thank everybody for listening. And, uh, you know, best of luck. Best of luck to Jamie and Guy. That's very exciting. The entire IWS family is... uh, Super excited. I guess this means that we will. She's going to withdraw her complaint at HR against it. Uh-huh. A little shout out, guys out there. They may accuse you of harassment, but if you just stick with it, you might wear them down. Just saying. Straight. Jay, they already have a wedding picture ready to go. Nice. Nice. <laughs> So we'll keep you updated on that here over the next few weeks. The wedding and all that beautiful stuff, which I'm sure, once again, Reverend Moneymaker is not going to be asked to preside over. (laughs) Poor poor Dick. And he's going to be pissed off about it, too. He's less than happy. (laughs) So we're going to get you out of here. With a little, uh, you know what this show needs more than anything right now, Matt? What? This, this show needs a little Western swing. And so we're going to get you out of here. Of in honor of my, my trip to amazing and incredible Omaha, Nebraska, here is old Rasmussen and his Nebraska Cornhuskers in the Sand Hills of Nebraska. Uh-huh. <laughs> Cuckoo-birds are so many Among the sunflowers I long to roam In the sand hills of old Nebraska
Swing. Of course, Bob Wills is still the king, but that's not bad. Oh, sure. All right, then. There we go. Uh, we'll be back next week with something. We'll be back. Well, we'll, there'll be an update on, on Jamie and Guy. This is very exciting. Yeah. Could be huge. The wedding of the century. <laughs> Uh-huh. This is going to blow and the maybe, Meghan maybe Markle Prince Harry wedding. Maybe, maybe, maybe we'll see. We'll see about that. Yeah. And uh, it's just going to completely uh, blow the uh, Meghan Markle Prince Harry wedding out of the water. Oh, hell yeah. The Queen's probably actually excited about this one. <laughs> oh, God. I never thought about that. I bet guys got to get the approval of the queen to uh, marry a Canadian subject, Jamie. He might. He might have to get approval of the uh, uh, queen of the Netherlands, too. Oh, my God. Or king or whatever the hell they have. We're going to get bogged down in... Yeah, you're going to get bogged down in red tape here. Oh, brother. You're going to have to get the lawyers involved. It's going to be a whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) There's going to be citizenship questions. There's going to be (laughs) visas issued. Oh, boy. Mm -hmm. Oh, brother. And, And poor Guelph is sitting there going, I don't think we need this kind of shit in our town. (laughs) We're a nice, quiet family resort. We don't need this. Oh, my God. I didn't know it was going to be so complicated. Life is complicated. I know. All right, dude. Everybody have a great week. Yeah. Oh, me too. Me too. 
I shall so, talk to you later a, today. Yeah, have a good one, everybody. We'll talk to you later, Matt. And I guess we'll talk right. to you later, too, Jamie. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe, yeah, whatever. God. All right. Later, Jamie. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.